Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. But she's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's, let's watch, watch TV. TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Hey, Let's Watch TV listeners. How are ya? Hey, everybody. Nice to see you. I wish I could see you. <laughs> Before we start, I just want to let you guys know I'm back on tour right now. City's coming up. We have Salt Lake City, Boise, which I've been told, Mom, you don't pronounce Boise like Boise. You're supposed to pronounce it Boise with an S, not a Z. They get very mad. Oh, wow. Didn't know. I didn't know potato people cared so much. Vegas, Rhode Island, Chicago, Milwaukee, Rochester, Atlanta, New Orleans, Portland, Boston, North, nope, North Carolina. I'm going to be there for Thanksgiving. Not for shows. Charlotte, Appleton, Fort Wayne, Louisville, LA for my special taping. TBD on location. Stay tuned. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. Hope to see you on the road. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Let's just start right off the top with a bang. Now, we want be very careful, though. Do not give anything away on this. Just want to say. Well, no, well, you can't. Wait. Well, You'll okay, ruin you guys, the show for people who want to go watch We it. watched one episode. What's, I what know, but if you, tell, if you tell any too much, you're ruining it. So be careful. We watched one episode, lady. What What is there to give away? Keep going. I'll let you know. I'm I'm sure you will. We watched Big Little Lies. It's on HBO. You can get it also on Amazon Prime Video. You can buy per episode or you can buy the entire season. We watched this because of Patreon fan Ralph Fasano. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Okay. You are correct. Let's just, I know I usually do this at the end. I have been waiting to record this to talk to you about it. Okay. We usually do this at the end. But on three, say if you're going to watch it again. One, two, three. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Good. Me, too. Because I am hooked. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. It was so friggin' good. Yeah, I mean, so I didn't good. have time to go on past episode one because I had another show to watch and things to do. But I did. I, did. I watched downtime. episode one and 75% of episode two. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's so good. it's Big oh. Little Lies, guys. Okay, before we start, okay, I don't know what you have written down for a synopsis, so why don't you just give them a quick synopsis? Yeah, we, we actually just watched season one, episode one. Um, oh, by the way, you guys, Ralph Asano, Patreon fan, we dedicate this episode to you. That's how we pick the episodes of what to watch on Let's Watch TV. You can become a Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski for tons more Let's Watch TV content, which, Mom, by the way, I have to talk to you. One of our fans gave us an idea, which I think is really cool. Oh, so good. become a Patreon member, support the podcast, keep us on the air. And with that... You can also tell us what episodes to watch and episodes will be dedicated to you. So sorry. Okay, go for the synopsis. Well, the show premise is it's the story of three mothers of first graders uh -huh. who seem like they're perfect. They have perfect lives and they their kids all go to private school. Right? It's actually not private school. What is it? There's a line in there that says it's a private school at a public school price. So it's a it's a public school. I heard that line and I thought, hmm. But they, it's just a. Yeah. It's an affluent public school. I've taught at a public it's, school but they very said a, a similar to this. school at a 
it's a private school at a public school price. Right. It's a pub. So it's a public school. It's just in an affluent area. Oh. Trust me. All right. All right. All right. I taught right. at this. All right. It looked familiar to you. Huh? So anyway, who these three mothers, actually, I think there's four, but three mothers who seemingly have perfect lives, they begin to unravel to the point of murder. It's starring Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Laura Dern, and Shailene Woodley, who actually is the ex-fiance. And Zoe Kravitz. Hello. Uh, that's Zoe in Kravitz. Two. That's in two. What are you talking about, Mom? Which one was Zoe, she? Zoe Kravitz. It's Lenny Kravitz' daughter. She plays She plays Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband's new girlfriend. Oh, okay. All right. That's I got Zoe you. Kravitz. She's an amazing actress. Okay. Who, who so Shalene Woodley, if that name sounds familiar, is the ex-fiance of Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of Green Bay. Who is she in the in the she's show? She's the one with the boy. Is, is who she's gets very choked? Mis- yeah. Wait, wait. She's the one with the boy who does or who we think might do the choking. What's yes. her? What's that actress's name? Shailene Woodley. I can't pinpoint it but i know her from something else yeah. and i don't know what it is yeah she's been in other things i didn't write like it down. what let's look I it up i didn't write it down i i'm not i don't follow her particularly but i didn't write it down our our fans might know here i'll look it up on imdb shailene shailene woodley i can't figure out what i know her from big little lies she's in divergent a fault oh that's what i know her from where a fault in our stars. Watch that if you want to ball your friggin' face off. Oh my God. Have you ever heard of a fault within our stars? No, we should put it on the a list. Fault. No, we shouldn't. It's about a girl who's like in high school and dating, but she has cancer and she's going to die. No. Oh, wait do a it. minute. Does she have a boyfriend? Winds up with this boyfriend or something? Yeah. We yeah. watched it. Dad, Dad picked it and we watched it. Did I watch it with you guys? No, you don't live with us every day. She's also in The Fallout, Big Little Lies, obviously, Adrift, The Divergent series, A Fault in Our Stars, which actually is really kind of old, 2014, The Descendants, yeah, which I think I just said. Max, stop licking yourself, please. Thank you. And a, does your she's dog been listen in a to you when you talk to him like that? Of stuff. He does. Oh, she was in. Wait, that's how I know her. She was in a show from the early 2000s that was super popular when I was in high school, The O.C. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the beginning of her career. She played Caitlin Cooper in The O.C. and was in about 10 episodes. Okay. So there you go. There you go. That's why you know her. Now, I do okay. want to say it was written by David E. Kelly. Now, does this mean something to me? Oh, anybody back when, I'm going to name the shows he wrote. Okay. And people, especially of my age, know this guy, but even then. But he, first of all, he's married to Michelle Pfeiffer. Do you know who that is? Oh, my God, Mom. Dangerous Minds. Yes. She And they've been married since 1993. He is known my, for... You just asked me if I knew who Michelle Pfeiffer is. Like, well, you you're going to gay sometimes. prison. This is unbelievable. You don't know stuff. Anyway, he's known for L.A. Law. Picket Fences, Chicago, Hope. The, the musical or the TV show? TV shows. Oh, He's a okay. TV show writer. Jesus. The Practice, 
and Hill Street Blues back in 1991 and a a few Netflix series. He's a phenomenal writer. I didn't write the names because I oh you always say shorten it up, shorten it up. So I shortened it up by giving you nothing. And then I learned he graduated from Princeton. So this guy, where I got to know him was Hill Street Blues. I watched that back in 1981. I watched that series like crazy. It was so good. Anyway, uh, it said that Michelle Pfeiffer will not work with her husband because it's the best for their real life marriage. And she values the relationship more than a good part. I thought, wow, that's really good. I profound. I love that. Yeah. Can I give you a fact about Michelle Pfeiffer that will blow your friggin' marbles out of the water? I don't already know what. 64 years old. Yeah. Looking like friggin' Barbie's Malibu. Mom, all these people have money to go get nip tucked and blown. I don't botox and all kinds of stuff. Okay, yeah. hold on. Oh, I will. I will say this. I am looking at a very current picture of Michelle Pfeiffer right yeah. now. Did yeah. she maybe get a little work done? Probably. Who's not? But it's not excessive. She still definitely is embracing the fact that she's aging. She's not going overboard, and she is aging gorgeously. Well, that's why Bruno Mars did that song where he included Michelle Pfeiffer in the song. Don't know what you're talking about. 24 karat gold. I don't, sure. Can I, okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just get to this, okay? First of all, this is the show, you guys. It opens up and there's like a murder right away and you don't know who it is and you don't know who did it. But they start to let you know that there's a lot of beef with the parents at this school and the murder happened at a school fundraiser. So Very. that's pretty much what you know. Uh-huh. So as the show continues to go, you start to, re- and if you watch episode two, when you do, mom, you'll start to realize that Every character has a grudge with at least two other characters. So by the end of episode two, it could quite literally be any character that you've met for at least two different people. So and it could be any character that you've met could be the murderer of at least two different people. That's what I'm trying to say. So as I'm watching this, I'm enthralled with the storyline. It's so intense. But the fact that it's at this bougie-ass... What what part of California is it again? Monterey. This bougie-ass Monterey school is completely captivating. Now, we have a large following of teachers listening. This is what hooked me. One of the very first scenes sort of sets the tone as to what ignites most of this drama. It's first grade orientation, and they come out, the kids come out to their parents, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the little, and the, and the, the teacher gathers all the parents with their kids in a circle. And she goes, hey, we had a great first day of first grade, but we do have to address something. And it's kind of serious. And she goes, this little girl was choked by somebody else. And do we choke our friends? No. So I need whoever I need whoever choked her to be honest and come say sorry right now in front of all the kids and all the parents. 
And first of all, I have been in this situation and I am looking from the outside in and I'm like, you're right up there with some of the worst teachers in America, woman. I cannot fucking believe you're doing this. My blood is boiling. And then this teacher, everybody, says to the little girl, can you point to who did this to you? I stood up out of my seat, mom. I was like, oh, bitch, you fucked up. (laughs) And at that moment, all hell breaks loose. The little girl points to another boy. That boy's mom, like, did you do it? He's like, no. She's like, I believe my son. The other mom's like, yeah, fucking right. Your kid choked my kid. And now this kid's getting labeled as a bully, but did he do it? We don't know. It is pure chaos. And from a teacher standpoint, I have watched shit like this kind of go down. Baby, this is some, this, the, the way these parents reacted is exactly how this happened because you have to, as a teacher, solve a problem and then take it to the parties who are involved only and tell them this happened. This is how we solved it. It's done. Because if you leave anything open-ended with the parent like that, like if I went to a parent, I was like, she got choked. We don't know who did it. Oh, you're, you're done. Because that parent's going to now play Nancy Drew up in your class. Well, and it's going to be a nightmare. In that scene, near the end, when the kid was being interrogated and the little girl had big choke marks on her neck, the teacher finally said, "I listen, we need to take this somewhere else. If you notice, she said that we need to take this somewhere else. We need Mm -hmm. to kind of end this. And the mother said, no, we don't. She was pushing the teacher. She was saying that he needs to... Be, be responsible punished. for what he did and be punished. And she and the teacher's trying to stop this. So yeah. the teacher's doing it because the parent, the parent's the involved. The teacher's an idiot, dumbfound asshole for even attempting to solve that with in front of all the kids and in front of all the parents. Yeah, you, but you know you what it is. I would never. Schools, I, you know oh, yeah, I sure is. do. I sure do. But here's the thing. Sometimes, and this has happened multiple times in my career, the parent will say, give me the contact information of the other kid's parent. I'll handle it. And you're like, oh, the hell I will, bitch. (laughs) But they they are like, I'll solve this. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Go to their front door and pistol whip them? Yeah, fucking right. I'm going to give you their information. But it seemed like the teacher was held against what she wanted to do. The teacher was an asshole. She opened no. It seemed like she was being held accountable for something that, let's say, administration expected her to do. She opened a can of worms. She opened a can of worms because she started solving this problem in front of the kids and their parents. She was she didn't. And I think what when she was like going when she was backtracking is when she realized, oh, shit, I messed up time to get the reins back here and it was too late oh it was a horrifying it was actually like a horrifying it was uncomfortable scene. it was because so uncomfortable whether you're a teacher or not you're sitting there going no way is this happening and then you start to see the personalities of some of the mothers coming out and you know as- this, this actually brought together your sense of what mother was like what because the wreath witherspoon who um, became friends with this very new mom and this very new kid was saying, hey, 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 
this is ridiculous. Stop it. You know what well, I mean? She also is over inserting herself. You'll you'll if you continue watching, you'll see this reach where they're still just gonna like I was make it an issue. Seeing that scene, I would have inserted myself too. So I, honestly, same. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The situation as a whole, it would be rare for that to happen. If a teacher ever did that, they should have their teaching certificate revoked. The writing that the show did around the experiences of the parents and how the parent reacted, I have had every single one of those parents in my class. Some parents are like, eh, we're going to look the other way. Some parents are like, oh, we're getting involved in choosing sides. Other parents are like, this is getting resolved right now. And other parents are like, let's just let it blow over, right? I've had all of that. Now, what really struck a chord with me is because I truly believe that, you know, when wh- whoever did the choking, because we don't know, even the, by really the end of episode t- two, the thing you about don't it, know. If you watch it, the choking was so severe because of the way the marks were on the kid's neck that it's bizarre. It's yeah. really bizarre. So here's the thing. Nobody saw this. You know what I mean? Here, here and here you're right. And here's the th- <laughs> that's teaching though, mom. Some shit, crazy shit will happen and you won't see it. And then you're like, fuck. I wish we had actual security cameras. So then so then part of what in my career, like when kids do stuff like that, because they do, and you f- end up finding out who it was or whatever, but you kind of sometimes kids like make like genuine poor choices and it sticks with them it sticks with them for a long time and one of the lines that they used is they were like a stick like a a a a bruise will go away but that stigma could stay forever right the other kid and i always try it was it's hard but you have to like solve it and like let it go but not forget that this kid is capable of that but also not let the stigma like grow on that child right. because they deserve a right. chance to get overcome what happened right right okay. it's no, exactly. school not prison so <laughs> so as you're watching this this little boy is like i didn't do it and you start to realize that like you want this kid to have a very successful school year, but he's like gaining the stigma. And I'm going to do a little, a tiny spoiler for episode two. No! But, Mom, I no! have to. No, Mom, have to. you don't have to. You do it's, not have to. I didn't watch mi- it. Don't, 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 don't. It's minor. Hold your it's tongue. minor. Nope. It's minor. Minor to you is major to me. Mom, major I to- need to tell you. I need no, to tell you. You're like your dad, where you can't have a surprise or a gift wrapped and wait until the occasion. You've got to uh, bring it to somebody in a brown bag and say, Here, I bought this for you. It's you don't so important. It's so important. Then shut up. Don't say it. Oh, my don't God. It's it. so important. Mom, mom. Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> don't say it i swear to god if you say it are you I'm gonna watch off. it are you gonna watch it though because i yes. still want to talk to you about it okay can you plug your ears so i can no my ears tell are the viewers? unpluggable i Let hear everything ta- mom no okay hang on but your fans are not gonna like this go ahead Okay, just press, just fast forward, press like the 30 second fast forward if you want to watch the second episode. You guys, the mom of the girl who gets choked invites every single kid in the class to her kids' birthday. Don't make hand gestures because I can see. Invites every kid's 
in the class to her daughter's birthday party, except for the kid who she thinks did the choking. So the stigma is like growing even more. But that's all I'm going to say about it. Watch it. Okay. Okay. I got yeah, it. You out. know what? You're Italian. You, you're talking. I can't hear you, but you're making these hand gestures that I can tell what you're talking about. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know you minored in American Sign Language. <laughs> I minored in Italian Sign Language. It, Italian American <laughs> Sign Language. Just well, don't tell anymore. You know, it's really interesting how you have to they watch really two, unravel all the psych social issues <laughs> with these parents and their mm-hmm. husbands in the first Do they episode. Ever. They really line up who these people could be. It's so good. I got to so tell good. you, though, I what? made a. I made a misjudgment, so I started Ooh. watching the first episode and then I stopped it halfway through so I could finish it and watch it with Morgan because I thought it was a show that we would get into and love watching together. Right. We finished episode one and he's like, this is weird. He's like, I'm uncomfortable. He's like, I don't like it. This is weird. Really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, what? I was like, you seriously don't like this? He's like, yeah, I'm like not into it. And I'm like, really? But, I'm surprised. But you're into Ozark? Yeah, really? Right. I was like, but you're into Ozark? And he he actually told me, which I don't, he is a very smart man. So I don't know how this was possible. He told me that he was having trouble following along to what was going on. It, I have to say, it, I could see what his point really at the very beginning. I was like, oh, it is. It was, you know. I have to admit that sort of because he's very intense in what he watches, too. I mean, he watches. Oh, he watches. He's like not on his phone or anything. But we started episode two. And and as episode episode two has some very (laughs) (laughs) graphic, very episode two gets deep. Right. And it did some stuff that Morgan was just like, "Mm -mm, this isn't for me. And I was like, "Eh, okay, I'm definitely going to continue watching. Is it a show dad would like, you think? God, I don't know. Yeah, because you're talking about episode two, so I'm thinking, hmm. I wonder who the target demo is on this. I bet it's like, I bet it's like women and the gays are the ones who love this show the most. I bet. Why gays? Not, I didn't take anything. That, I didn't. I don't know. I just, I just feel like the gays are like. I don't know. I just feel like it's a show that would be drawn. The gays well, would be drawn to. Did I'll you ever you watch it, White Lotus? By the way, no, but I can. See it, the Emmys. I'll talk about this later. Wait, is the is the director of this the same director as White or the creator the same director as White Lotus? Uh, it sounds familiar. Oh, nope, it's nope. not because the director of White White Lotus was actually on Survivor. He was a character on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Well, White Lotus won an Emmy last night for limited for anthology series. It was with it was up against Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy. And, and White won. Lotus one, yeah. White Lotus one. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta watch that one. That's a really good one. It's is it a, very, like, a is it like a true sort of story, like Inventing like Anna? It's just like this. Some shit really? goes down, and you're following a bunch of different characters, and they're like all intertwined, and you don't understand what's going on until later. But you know something crazy happened. It's is good. it on Netflix? No, it's HBO. Also, actually, it, so. Okay. You might be Would able Dad to like watch. That show? God, I don't know. It is friggin' Maybe wild. we'll put it on our list. 
It's it is friggin' nuts. The, okay. And then the whole thing is like there's gonna be a White Lotus season two coming up, but I it the way White Lotus season one ends, I don't even season two could be a completely completely well, different the Patreon cast. Patreon fans, please list White Lotus so we yeah we can. can't do it until you do it. Yeah, we, we can't, can't do it until, until you do it. Until you do it. Right. That's what's up. But Wait. Li- Get, what else do you got? We don't have much yeah, time. Yeah, everybody got to watch it. Listen, 60 second hot takes. Hands up, hands down. What did you watch besides this this week? I did. I got to tell you, I didn't. You didn't watch anything I didn't, new? I didn't watch a lot of TV, but I do have to tell you, I did get into something on Instagram and YouTube. I didn't you know Instagram actually got me. It's not. A show. I just like started consuming all of this person's content. Who's that guy that you sent me to who does all this home and garden shit? Wise Wise Guy is his name. W Y S E. Wise his yeah, he's on Instagram, you guys. And I'm pretty sure he's got a YouTube channel too. I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't think so. But his name is Caleb Wise, and his yes. handle is Wise Guide, W-Y-S-E-G-U-I-D-E. And he's basically, you know, a man Martha Stewart in the in Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. And he, like, yeah. lives on this farm with basically his family. Let me tell you what, I want to friggin' be this guy, okay? First of all, he goes live on Instagram and teaches you how to, like, do stuff, and it's per- absolutely perfect. But he has all these, like, tutorial videos. Some of them are, like, cooking. Some of them are gardening. Some of them are renovations. Some of them are decorating. Canning. It doesn't, it, uh, canning. It doesn't matter what this guy is doing. I'm friggin' into it. I was watching him put together a pumpkin stack, how to yeah, stack pumpkins. Yeah. I'm over here at Trader Joe's digging through the pumpkin bin trying to find the good flat ones like he was telling me to find so I could make myself a pumpkin stack. Wrong. He told you to but, use the grapevine because they're yeah. not flat on the bottom. Yeah, but the the first one, well, they all have oh. to be flat on the bottom, but the oh. first one he did teach me goes on a grapevine wreath rather than just on the ground to give it a nice, a nice sturdy backing, a good backing and a slapping. But he's also got tons of other stuff on there. Like he, he yeah, he's, tells you he's what to do Iowa for pumpkin season. Mm-hmm. He teaches you like... He's an Iowa farm boy and he's actually an accountant, but he farms all his life with his dad. So he's got this huge farm that he takes care of. He, his mom lives in a farmhouse down the street with his grandma and they do, and he does all this stuff. It's just amazing. Two things I gotta say about him. One, you gotta watch his recipe for his sun gold tomato pasta bake. I'm gonna make it. It's amazing. But the other thing, you guys, here's the one thing. The funny part is mom and dad come to Seattle for about 10 days, right? And so... (laughs) I'm listening very intently. And my mom and Morgan get this idea that they're going to can pasta sauce. They didn't end up canning pasta sauce, but they Morgan were going did. to. So they're watching all this recipe. They're watch we're, so my dad puts on YouTube on the TV in the living room this wise guide doing his canning of pasta sauce and we're all watching the recipe and we're used to like real Italian pasta sauce, right? 
he's making pasta sauce and we're all watching it like, look, he's putting way too much shit in there. I absolutely lost it when he put anise. You don't put anise in your pasta sauce. All, this isn't a do. dessert or a licorice. I don't want notes of licorice in my pasta sauce. But he was putting anise and fennel and literally, okay, fennel, just fennel, no other herbs, a little bit of it could be great to pasta sauce. But this ass is over here filling it up with <laughs> the whole, every herb and weed he could find on the trail. I'm surprised went he into this pasta sauce. He probably did. <laughs> He probably did, but I was, it was a hard, his pasta sauce recipe was a hard pass for me. However, I do want to take his pasta sauce recipe and tweak it because he did do some things in there that I was like, okay, yeah, I can. You mm -hmm." don't ever tweak mama's pasta sauce. Well, he's not You learn how to make my pasta sauce. He, I want to tweak his. I don't want to tweak yours. And call it, and call it pasta sauce. Don't you ever. I made a whole pot of pasta sauce when I was there. And because mm-hmm. it has meat in it, I didn't want to can it because I didn't want somebody to get botulist. <laughs> <laughs> I was big on, because I took a microbiology class, I was big on salmonella and botulism. And, guys, and Morgan's like, always le- was kept looking at me like, so what is no, the, bo- what's guys, the problem? I go, I'm afraid to all, kill somebody. <laughs> Morgan is honestly always on high alert for foodborne illness. Like all of our food, he cooks it perfectly. Uh-huh. But like, to the point where it could be charred, but he is, it doesn't matter what we're cooking. He's got the thermometer up in that thing, checking it. Like No wonder he was afraid to eat my steaks and stuff. Probably. And we like our meat relatively rare. So, so there's that, but I'm like lurking around the corner at these two doing research on pasta sauce. And like every once in a while I look at the screen and it's like the chemical breakdown of botulism. I'm like, oh God, oh God. So I told him because we never did it before, because so the next time I come out, we're going to, bo- we're going to can something. We're going to botulism. Because he, I think he was, it was, I kept asking, do you want to do pasta sauce or do you want to can tomatoes? That's very different. Now, also, I want to make his sauce and Who's tweak sauce? that my wise sauce? guide. Oh, Do no, you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? I said I want to take his sauce <laughs> don't and you tweak dare. that. Don't you, have, you even try to make that. I You have some weird you thing going on right my, now. You didn't even learn mom's pasta sauce yet. Yes, and I you're going to make now I'm going to give everybody the recipe. Boy? First, you start. <laughs> what? Yes, I'm going to make his pasta sauce, mom, and I'm going to tweak it to how I like it. I don't got to only eat your sauce. Yes, I, you do. Do you? I put 10 bags of sauce in your freezer with some Italian meatballs. Okay, exaggeration station. Okay, six. there's about four. <laughs> I'll go upstairs this moment you and go count. count. You go count and tell. I will. T- I will be texting you as soon as we're done reporting. There's about four. So anyway, Morgan, we're, we go to you... the at-home store and Morgan buys this pot. Yeah, you got a good one. <laughs> it was the best pot. It was the, the best. It's now the best pot we own. Okay. Hey, well, did you watch anything new? Well, you know, I didn't either, but everybody's been talking about the Elvis movie. She brought this segment up. (laughs) She didn't even have anything to contribute. So you were talking about, did you watch anything? You said, no, but you watched him. Is it hands up or down? Oh, up for sure. Except for that pasta recipe. I have not. I have. 
everybody's been talking about the Elvis movie and how they really loved it and how great oh, I it wanna was. Oh, I want to see it. Did you watch it? Dad did while I was with you in Seattle. And hated it? He didn't like it that much. He said, but that guy could really sing because he sings his own, He's it's, it's his own voice singing the Elvis songs. I guess he didn't like Colonel Parker really came out in a way that mm, he didn't like it. So, but I'm going to want, I am definitely going to watch it. I don't it. know what that means. I have no idea. Well, did you watch the movie? No. Oh, well, okay. I don't even know who Colonel Parker Colonel is. Colonel Parker was Elvis's manager at the mm. very start. So dad didn't, dad wanted to hold on to his beliefs of what Colonel Parker was. And, and there then was just we, some things that, that they displayed about uh, Tom Hanks plays Colonel Parker. And he just didn't like it. But he said he just didn't like it. Well, he probably didn't like it because he wasn't with me watching it. Oh, well, yeah, you just keep telling yourself that. Anyway, we're. I want to give a shout out to our newest Patreon fan. Our newest Patreon fan is Jen Smith. Hi, hey Jen. there, Jen Smith. Thanks for being a Patreon fan. Hey, you guys can become Patreon fans too at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. We love you guys so much. Become a Patreon member for only five bucks. You can support the podcast and keep us on the air. And until then, like us on YouTube and Apple. Oh, let's watch TV. TV. Bye, everybody. Bye.